Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Saletti, and it's Thursday, August 24th, 2023. And here's some of today's trends in the news. Again, what we've been saying is the trend is your friend. And we're the only ones in the world that are giving it to you in the in-depth socioeconomic and geopolitical trends analysis and trend forecasts, along with everything else in the Trends Journal, <clears throat> excuse me, technocracy. I got to clear my throat. <clears> throat. Ah, salute. Salute. Chin, chin. Arrivederci, Roma. It's time to say goodbye. No, I just got here. It's time to say hello. Got to have a little bit of that vino, bambino. Anyway, we're giving you, again, what no one's giving you. I'm going to show you this front page of yesterday's Wall Street Journal. Eight trapped in cable car saved. People say I have the wrong language. What the fuck do I care? I'm paying $5 for this. $5 and you're giving me this shit. How many people died in car accidents yesterday? Anybody fall off a bridge? So we're giving you what nobody else is giving you. And so the grand total of $2.26 a week, not $5 a day. So going on to the markets. You go back to our trend forecasts last year, November 2022. We said the S&P 500 would go up at least 16% because that's what it did following 40 U.S. midterm elections. And it did. It went up to about over 17%. And when it hit that, we said, that's it, finito, numbers are there, it's going to start going down. And it has, as well as the markets. So what happened in the markets today? Stocks fell sharply Thursday uh, after a tech rally sparked by stronger than expected NVIDIA results were short-lived. Again, on the AI each week in the Trends Journal, Joe Duran and Ben Davis do AI articles. We have a whole section. This is real. It's AI, we own you. This isn't a dot-com bust like a lot of these people are saying. This is real. And it's going to keep growing. But we got to look at the other sides of the market. The Dow Jones average fell nearly 374 points. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ had their biggest one-day loss since August 2nd. Dollar Tree was the worst performing stock in the S&P 500, losing nearly 13% on disappointing third quarter guidance. Shares of Nike shed 1.1%, extending their losing streak. Okay? Uh, how about Foot Locker? How about Macy's? 
one after another. We've been warning about this. They're also blaming. Rising crime, Dollar Tree adding lock cases, removing items from stores amid rising theft costs. They're all complaining about it. This did not happen before COVID war. It did not. It did not happen before the COVID war. And people say, watch your language when these little fucking bastards and bitches locked down everything and made up bullshit fucking crap to stay in your house, close your business, and your life is destroyed. Calm down, Salenti. Swallow shit. They destroyed the world in ways that are incalculable with this COVID war. And now the cheap money is running out. And as we said, when summertime ends in the Northern Hemisphere, a different trip is going to come because right every night, right now, people are in a summer state of mind. They don't have a fucking clue about the banks being degraded. What's a Fitch? Who's a Moody? Oh, you're in a Moody. You're in a Moody situation. You feel Moody? No, no, no. That Moody's a different Moody. They have no idea. Yep. What else on that economic front? Ah, U.S. Treasuries climbed on Thursday as investors waited for signals on monetary policy from central banks' comments at the Jackson Hole Wyoming meeting on Friday. Jackson Hole, yeah, a hole of shit. Oh, we're the we're the bankster gangsters that a scumbag bastard, may he rot in hell, Woodrow Wilson, who gave us World War One, the Federal Reserve, and income tax created. Yeah, the bankster bandits. Where's that magazine cover here? Where, uh, I can't find it. There it is. There it is. Yeah. All right. Those banksters. They're meeting in Jackson Hole. Good thing Jesus Christ isn't around. He'd be driving him out of Jackson Hole Temple. So here's the deal. They're putting out the word that they may raise interest rates another 25 basis points. If they do, it's dead. Because it's a very simple game. The money is not going into IPOs. It's not going into equities. It's going into treasuries and money market funds that are paying like over 5% and no risk. Germany facing zero growth. Growth, according to Bundesbank. Economic output is likely to be more or less stagnant again in the third quarter, they say. Not stagnant, it's dragflation. They go on to note, the International Monetary Fund forecast last month, Germany will be, uh, economy will contract this year. You ready? As it struggles with the fallout from the energy crisis. Yet dragflation, meaning 
The economy drags down and inflation goes up. We're the only ones saying this and they won't allow us to say it. Like, we're not talking about the other drags. Take it easy. Yeah, right. High fallout from the energy crisis. Oh, the energy crisis? You mean the crisis created by Biden and Schultz, the clown playing the, the, the German chancellor who put sanctions on Russia where they were getting like almost 50% of their gas and oil from? And now the people are suffering from it? But they don't talk about that. You know why? They're prostitutes. Eurozone businesses have been hit by sharp falls in output and new orders, according to a closely watched survey. And this just came out in the Financial Times today. The Purchasing Managed Index, a, manager of act, a measure of activity at companies across 20 country block fell to a 33-month low of 47. This is manufacturing. You don't go by consumption. Any number under 50 is a decline. So now the question is, are they going to raise interest rates over there? So you're going to see dragflation, whether they raise them or not. Inflation is not going away. U.S. mortgage applications for home purchases fell to their lowest mark in 28 years. Refinancing declined 35% lower than the same week last year. Yep. The typical 30-year fixed mortgage rate is at 7.31%. That's the highest since 2000. We got jerks and morons that created this crisis with their COVID lockdown, destroying the economy and artificially pumping it up with record low interest rates where you have the record low mortgages, the housing boom and the equity market boom. So if we don't change it, it's only going to get worse because Hey, politicians, who the hell, who the fuck are you? Who the hell are you to tell me what to do? And you get your shirt at trendsjournal.com. Spread the word because they're destroying us. All right. Dick's Macy's warns on consumer outlook. Oh, yeah. Dick's Sporting Goods and Macy's shares traded sharply lower. No, yesterday, and they keep going down. Startup funding shrinks in Europe. The struggle to raise funds is the new reality for thousands of European startups, many of which had had to scale back expansion plans as venture capital funding plunged following sluggish economic growth. You ready? And rising interest rates. In, <laughs> improved returns now offered by bonds and other relatively safe investments has drawn many European investors 
away from riskier, less familiar asset classes, such as startups, as well as the equity markets that you don't mention. And I love adventure capitalists. <laughs> that didn't exist when I was a young guy. You ready? You go to our top trend for 2023. Office building bust. We warned about this three years ago and said this is the year it would hit reality. You go to our trends journal and you look it up. And we've been saying office building bust is going to happen. And now it's happening in front of everybody's eyes. And they're still downplaying it because this is going to not only bring down the office building sector, but the banking sector. You ready? Landlords with 1.2 trillion of debt face rising default. This is by Bloomberg. About 1.2 trillion of U.S. debt, commercial real estate, is potentially troubled because of highly leveraged and property values are falling. Newmark Group. Uh, oh, excuse me, Green Street say that office values have tumbled. 31%. And then as we're saying, you're going to see also the apartment building complexes that have over been built. They're going to go down next, but the office building bust is huge. And they don't talk about this whole thing in this whole article. Go to Bloomberg, see it about how it's going to hit the banks. And then in the wall street journal office tenants recommit for less room. The second quarter, the average U.S. lease size was 19% less than before the COVID war in 2019, when it began in 2020. Yep. The number of companies, you ready? Requiring workers to be in the office full-time has declined to 39% from 49% at the beginning of the year, according to Scoop Technologies. And Scoop's chief executive said, quote, as older companies age out and new companies come in and offer more flexibility, I think you're going to end up with only 15% of the companies full-time in the office. The office building bust is real. It's terrible. And no one is talking about it. It's going to crash the banking sector which is going to crash the equity markets and the economy. And listen, we're telling you nobody else is giving you this information. So hit the subscribe button here and, and spread the word about the trends, you know, what we're doing and the information that we're giving. And subscribe to the Trends Journal if you want to read history before it happens. And you go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. We're giving you what nobody in the world has given you. The magazine this week. The magazine this week is 160 pages plus. No ads. Yep, there's your cover. Worried about climate change? Don't worry. Nuclear war is coming. Yeah, that's the, 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 the North Koreans just warned it. It's not a matter of when, if, unless we have a peace movement. So talking about peace, that guy, uh, the head of the Wagner group, 
bye-bye, died in an airplane accident. And they say, well, did he really die? You're not going to see the cat again if he's still alive, so he's good as dead. And Putin said, I've known Prigozhin for a long time, since the early 90s. Talented businessman with a complicated fate who made serious mistakes in his life. Yep, you fucked with Putin. Remember the coup that they tried that didn't go very far? And Putin said, ah, don't worry about it. It's all right. We're still friends. Yeah. Hey, don't worry about it. Gone. And Putin also said, Attempts by the West to maintain its hegemony were the key cause of the conflict in Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin claimed at the BRICS Group Nation where he rejected the idea of exceptionalism. Quote, we are against any hegemony. The notion of exceptionalism promoted by some nations and the policy of neocolonialism is derived from that claim. Huh, exceptionalism. Remember who was it? Remember who was uh, selling the exceptionalism line? The Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner. The guy that said Assad has to go. Gaddafi has to go. That lied his way into office as president and saying... It was going to be a um, peace with him. He got elected and then he does the Afghan troop surge. So here's the clip of the guy selling exceptionalism. But what makes us exceptional is not our ability to flout international norms and the rule of law. It is our willingness to affirm them through our actions. A lot of people talk about American exceptionalism. I'm a firm believer in American exceptionalism. You know why I am? It's because of folks like this. It's because we don't run and hide when there's a problem. No, keep going. No, keep going. We lost it. I wanted to tell him to put up the thing about blimpitis. This is American exceptionalism. Could you play that? Yeah, this is American exceptionalism. Can you play that clip again? Yeah, here we go. But what makes us exceptional is not our ability to flout international norms and the rule of law. It is our willingness to affirm them through our actions. A lot of people talk about American exceptionalism. I'm a firm believer in American exceptionalism. You know why I am? It's because of folks like this. It's because we don't run and hide when there's a problem. It's because we don't react to our fears, but instead we respond with common sense and skill and courage. That's the best of our history. Not fear, not hysteria, not misinformation. We react clearly and firmly even when others are losing their heads. That's part of the reason why we're effective. That's part of the reason why people Ba-ba-ba-bama! Ba-ba-ba-bama bullshit!
Yeah. You're a murderer. Look how many countries you got into. Fear and hysteria? Look how you saw the COVID war with fear and hysteria. You're the guy that promoted the, 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 the jab. And you got COVID a couple of times. Fear and hysteria, that's all they sell. Oh, misinformation? You mean the bullshit that the government throws out? And if you don't swallow it and believe something else, it's misinformation? And that's what Putin's talking about. Who the fuck are you to call America exceptional? Exceptionalism. What's your, your favorite war, Obama? The Vietnam War? No, I like the Korean War. Uh, no, no, the first Iraq War. Oh, the Afghan War was a lot better. I know I love the Iraq War. And I got rid of Gaddafi. And I want to get rid of Assad. He went on to say, the formation of the multipolar world order, truly just and based on international law, is what they're pushing for. He said, explaining the origins of the Ukraine crisis, Putin accused Western powers of facilitating, quote, the anti-constitutional coup in Kiev in 2014. He's 100% correct. We wrote about it as it was happening in the Trends Journal in 2014, brought to you by Victoria Newland, if only women were in charge. He goes on to say, after seizing power, the new Ukrainian authorities unleashed a war against those who rejected them, Putin said. Quote, our actions in Ukraine have but one motive, to put an end to this war that the West and its satellites in Ukraine started against the people living in Donbass. Yes, everybody out in the street, what's Donbass? They won't know what the hell he's talking about. That's the Donbass region that did not go with the coup. And over 14,000 of them were killed by Ukraine in violation of the Minsk agreement. But those are only facts and data. You ready? New York Times. True positions preventing gains by Kiev, U.S. says. Today's Wall Street Journal. Ukraine's pivot proves slow and risky. A couple of days before, Wall Street Journal. Unclear goals prompt fear of lengthy war. And then in the same article, same page, the Ukraine, as they talk about Ukraine going down, they have this big article. Ukraine seizes a Russian helicopter. Big fucking deal. And then what's going on in the BRICS? China and Russia criticize West at summit in Africa. China tries to take increased clout in Africa. The BRICS, they're calling for de-dollarization. On and on and on. On and on and on. 
So, oh, they had the they had the uh, Republican debates yesterday. I didn't watch them. I got an international newspaper contacted me today to ask me if I to comment on them. I said I didn't watch them. And the guy got back to me. He said everybody we contacted didn't watch them. But they got, they got some 13 million views. Oh, 13 million views out of 332 million people? That's nothing. And again, it's a freak show. The little bit that I watched and the, the clips that I saw, it's a nothing. It's a nothing. So that's where we're at. Check out the video I did yesterday with Judge Napolitano. Don't forget to get your T-shirts. Tell the politicians particularly the ones that are doing the debate, the debate, the clown show. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? Arrogant, arrogant, arrogant. And uh, subscribe to the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com. And uh, hit the subscribe button to tell you people that want to know what in the world is happening, what's next and what to do to come to this channel. And don't forget to watch the interview I did yesterday with Judge Napolitano. You're not going to want to miss it. Thanks for tuning in. The Trends Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and it can change how you look at the world. His work is actually a gold mine. Anybody interested in politics, political trends, economic trends, social trends, cultural trends, you have to follow him, Gerald Salente. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. But a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years, I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you are absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 3035, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.